Howdy, howdy. Welcome to episode 254 of Keeping Up with the King. Welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. My name is Mike Mills. And hey, we are in Matthew chapter 26. And we were talking about this last time. And uh, we're going to kind of springboard off of that. Uh, this is, again, what's often referred to as P- the uh, just prediction of G- Peter's denial. And uh, so we're going to start at uh, Matthew 26, 31. And Jesus said to them, them there being his disciples, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Now, last time I talked a little bit about this, about how Jesus has just made basically three statements. The first one is that all of them will be made to stumble because of him. So he's telling them in advance, you are all going to stumble because of me. Tonight, (laughs) this night, you're all going to be made to stumble because of me. And as we read further down, we're going to see that they reject this, right? Peter answered and said to him, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. And Jesus points to Peter in particular and says, assuredly, I say to you, this night, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter said to him, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. It wasn't just Peter saying this, obviously. So Jesus makes these three statements. The first statement is, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. Tonight, all of you are going to do this. And they're they're like, no, we're not going (laughs) to. You know, we're not going to do that. Peter says, no, if I have to die, even if they all do, I'm not going to do it. I'll die before I stumble before I, you know, before I deny you. And his disciples say the same thing. But what they've missed out, of course, is that Jesus isn't saying, don't stumble because of me, or warning them, be careful, or you will stumble because of me. He's saying, you're gonna, this is gonna happen. And he goes on with the second statement, which is pointing out, like, look, I'm not just saying this, but the Bible is saying this, not like if Jesus said it wasn't enough. But he's saying, it's written, it's written, you're gonna do this. I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. Now, at this point, I said yesterday, like, what, what should their response have been? Because they don't respond in faith. They respond in a different way, right? They respond in what may have seemed like faith. Oh, no, but Lord, we trust you so much. We trust you so much. But that would be if maybe he said, will you? You know, will you, you know, when the heat comes, will you, will you remember what I said? Oh, Lord, we'll remember but that's not what's going on. He's telling them, you're going to stumble because of me. And so they're not speaking out of actual faith because if it was actual faith, they would be saying, Lord, we believe you and you're saying that we're going to do this. So there would be a certain humility, right? There would be that falling on their knees, like, Oh Lord, what do we do? Lord, what do we... Lord, no, we don't want, we don't want to do this, but you're saying it's going to happen. So we know, are, are we lost or what, what's, you know, there would be that that brokenness, right? But instead we see a certain degree of pride. And I don't like to bash on the disciples too much because I think they're a great example to us uh, in so many things. But one of the great examples that we see in them is their humanity. And we see in them these, these moments of great failure. And to me, there's some great encouragement in that. Uh, one in that you can still be used even when you've committed great failure and and secondly is to learn from their errors just to, to not become so inflated 
in my walk with the Lord or thinking that I, that I'm so I've grown so far that I'm, that I, that, that it's impossible for me to stumble. You know, when I see the failings of others to think like, Oh, I would never do that. But instead to say, Oh Lord, heaven forbid that I ever do that. You know, I've seen, I've seen people that I know, you know, walk away from the Lord in, in, you know, commit all sorts of strange sins. And, and it's so easy to stand in judgment and say like, Oh man, can't believe, you know, what, you know, anyway, but instead to say, Oh Lord, heaven forbid that I ever do that. Lord, keep me close. Lord, don't, if, if I start walking down that path, Lord, please put people, put people in my way to, to show me Lord and, and to examine your own life and say, is, am, have I become so proud in, you know, in my, in my spirituality and my walk with Jesus and how much I've grown that I think that I'm beyond failure you know, because man, I'm not, you know, and, and neither are you. So, um, but here's the great thing. Jesus makes a third statement. And he says this, he says, but after I've been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. And, and I, I love this because right. He's telling him you're going to fail. You're going to fail tonight. You're going to fall. But after that, after I've been raised, I'm going to go before you to Galilee, right? I'm going to go before you. Uh, he, he hasn't, he's not like you're, you've, you're all going to fall because of me, your failures, the end. No, he's, he, the, it, the story keeps going, right? They're, he's not done with them, right? He's not leaving them and forsaking them because they've stumbled. And what a great message to us, you know, when, when we look at our own lives and we think about our stumblings and failings, when we catch ourselves in those spots, we're like, ah, oh, I've stumbled into this stupid thing again, that he's not done. And it's so easy for us to get beaten down because the enemy is telling us like, oh, you call yourself a Christian. Look what you just did. You call yourself a Christian. Look how you treated that person. You call yourself a Christian. Look how you've been thinking. You call yourself a Christian and, and look at your attitude. And his whole goal is to keep you from going back to it, to, to get you to start thinking about worthiness. Like you, you don't deserve to call yourself that. Well, well that's the whole point from the beginning. I don't deserve, who deserves to call themselves a Christian, you know, a follower of Jesus. We all fail all the time. We all stumble and we all fall short of what his calling, but that's what it, that's, that's what we are. That's the whole message of it's grace, sinners saved by grace. It's not great people saved by their own good deeds. You know, and that's the thing that we, I think we have to fight against is that when we do fall, when we do stumble, that we don't wallow in defeat, but we get right back up and get ready to go. Because that's what Jesus is saying here, you know, but after I've been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. He's not hung up on their stumbling and saying like, oh uh, yeah, we're going to, it's going to take a long time for us to build back the trust and build back the, no, it's just get up and let's go. And so. I think what we see in this is we see that our view of ourselves probably isn't quite as accurate as, as what is true and heaven forbid again, I, I seem to say that a lot, but uh, you know, heaven forbid that we become so puffed up inflated, have such an inflated view of our own walk with the Lord that we think that we're above the failures of other Christians. You know, when you, see that Christian pastor on television who is, um, who has fallen into some sort of sin or caught in some sort of scandal. And you start to think, oh, man, 
what a scumbag, you know, what, what, a, what a charlatan. And, and maybe he was a charlatan. And maybe he just got caught up in something, allowed himself to backslide into things, you know, stop pursuing the Lord. Maybe he bought into the hype, had people telling him how great he was all the time, had people coming to him daily saying, Oh, pastor, your messages are so amazing. Oh, pastor, you're such a great man of God. And he started to buy into the compliments and embrace them as true and got an inflated view of himself because he saw, oh, man, my church is 10,000 people. Oh, my church is my church is 1,000 people. Oh, my church is 100 people, whatever, to start to think, oh, it's me. I'm, a, I'm such a gifted speaker. I'm such a, you know, I'm such a talent. I've, I, I see things other people don't see. I've, I've, I've found this way, you know, and, and it's so easy because we can get the same way and we can become so inflated where we look down on them rather than praying for them, rather than saying, God, help me that I protect me, that I wouldn't fall into those same traps. Help, help me to recognize those traps and those snares that are, that are, uh, so easy for me to step into because they uh, they may not be a, a church of 10,000 people that you're preaching to because you're not a preacher, but it may be something else. It may be pride in your ability to parent as opposed to other parents when you look down on how their children act. Or maybe it's the way that you are you know educating your kids, that you've chosen a certain pathway that you think is better. Or maybe it's the way you do your job. You just look at, around and you think, man, I'm I'm so much better at this than other people. Or maybe you get praise for certain qualities or character traits. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but look at your life and, and, and beware because you notice that these disciples at this point are pretty confident in their strength and their ability. And so think about your own life in those areas where you think you're strong and think about your own areas where you have an ability. And examine that to say, like, wait, am, am I, am, do I have an inflated view of this? Have I have an inflated view of myself because of the gifts God's given me? Lest we fall into the same trap that the disciples did. God bless you. Talk to you next time.